You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Well, hello, friends. Here we are, another week of good times. It is here in Australia land, the first week of March. And in Australia land, they like to keep the seasons very simple. From March, April, May is autumn, June, July, August, it's winter, September, October, November, spring, December, January, February is summer. I don't know if I have ever been so grateful to know that summer is done. Now, yes, it's Australia, so that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to immediately turn into overcast rain, wind, and snow conditions. But fingers crossed that the epic bushfire experience of 2019 and 2020 has come to a close. And of course, because my accountant said we needed to worry about the plague, now everybody is going to prepare for the coronavirus. So watch this space, watch CNN, watch Fox News, you know, whatever floats your boat, we will all find the information. But batten down the hatches, people. Here we go. (laughs) It's going to be a good year. Anyway, if it's not one thing, it's another. On a totally unrelated note, totally unrelated, but approximately five, maybe six years ago, I conducted a little experiment and I stopped reading the news, going to any news websites, watching the news, any of it. And I have not picked up that habit since then. If you ever want to live in a land of butterflies and unicorns, lollipops, rainbows, stop watching the news. I know some of you are going to think, oh my gosh, but I'm going to die if I don't know what's going on in the world. Here's the thing. You will come across people. You will still be following people on Instagram. There are people out there who will still tell you what is happening. It is miraculous how the human experience is to communicate other things to people and to talk about what's happening in the world, particularly to my girls that live in America, possibly even all of North America, coming into 2020, if at any point in time the news becomes too overwhelming, you have the option to stop watching it. And in actual fact, it creates a great conversation starter should you happen upon another human being in your travels during the day. Fun fact. Anyway, totally random tangent, but I highly recommend it. I know how odd and bizarre it sounds, but it truly is like living in a land of butterflies and unicorn and rainbows. So there you go. That is your top tip for the week. Podcast done. No, that's not true. I wanted to talk you through this whole idea 
this question, this conundrum that I feel like is the crux of floral design. It is the crux of what it's like to run your own business and to automatically assume I cannot charge those prices. The theme for today's podcast, how to feel confident in your pricing model. And I was talking to Sloan the other day and I said, oh my gosh, if I could wind back the clock, if I could sign up to any program out there, if I could go to anybody's workshop and they had told me this information five years ago, I don't even want to imagine where we'd be because it would be like I didn't even have to worry about the last five years and knowing that it's actually simpler than you think in terms of becoming confident in your pricing model. But I want to talk you through the ins and outs, the hows and the what fors and the whys and the whens and the what have yous. Not even sure that made sense, but we're going to keep running with it. Here is the whole premise. The question that I get asked a lot and the question I used to ask myself a lot is how do I go about setting my prices to the point where I am comfortable? But in actual fact, I am here to tell you today that you are asking the wrong question. It's very common for us to sit around and think to ourselves, I can't charge that much. I don't have the experience to charge that much. I'm not worth that much. There's no way my customers are going to pay that much. But here is the thing. The pricing model is the pricing model. I like to explain it to my students like there is gravity. Water is comprised of hydrogen and oxygen. The sky is blue. The pricing model is the pricing model. And if you're new and haven't quite caught up on what the pricing model is, I shall recap for all of my new friends who have just discovered this little microcosm of joy and goodness. If you're focused in on everyday flower deliveries, the pricing model that is taught most commonly as the industry standard is take your wholesale product so that's going to be your flowers, your foliage, and any hard goods or sundries you use. Multiply it by three. Add on your time. And then add on your tax. If you're focused in on events, weddings, you are going to take your wholesale product. So again, your flowers, your foliage, sundries, slash hard goods. Multiply it by four, add on 30 to 50% and then add on your tax. I have heard a lot of the girls in the US adding on the 50% markup when it's things like wiring or, and or specialist skills, I would argue installations. For more traditional floristry, for more, in quotes, standard designs, you could probably get away with a 30% markup. But I will, at some point in time, probably go through more content as to why the two pricing models are different. I have talked about it on Instagram. I will probably do a YouTube video if I haven't done one already. But those are your industry standard pricing models. Here is the thing. The models are the models. I want you to treat them as a fact. Put it in the same category as the sky is blue. There's this thing called gravity. We live on planet Earth. Water is made from oxygen and hydrogen, and those are the industry standard pricing models. They just are. Then 
what you are going to come up against is your own thoughts in relation to that pricing model. And that is exactly what we need to sort through. Because here is the thing about owning a floral design business is that in most cases, a lot of us are one women shows and or super small teams. And it's very normal, 100% normal for your brain to assume that that pricing model equates to your own personal self-worth. But I'm here today to tell you that those two things are completely separate. And I want you to adopt this idea that the pricing model is the pricing model. It just is. And your first task, if you are not charging to that pricing model, is to sit down and think about what you're thinking about. The whole idea of being able to understand what is your barrier, what is your resistance, what are you feeling like you cannot charge to that model? Why not? Seriously, if you are not charging to that model, I want you to hit pause at this very moment in time, grab a pen and paper and write down for yourself why you don't feel you can charge that much. I will tell you right now, here are the thoughts that I used to think. One. I don't have the experience. That's the model that more experienced designers should use. Two, I will never land any clients if I charge to that model. Three, I am not worth that much. People will not pay that price. Four, my customers cannot afford to pay that much. Any sort of thought you have within that space is 100% normal. That is the best news you will hear all day. So if you are thinking any of these thoughts, if you are equating the price that you're going to charge for your bouquet, for your installation, for any of it, and you're equating it to your own self-worth, welcome to the club. <laughs> I 100% told myself I wasn't worth it. I didn't have the experience. My customers would not pay that much money. I literally kept signing up for course, for workshop, for program, upon program, upon program, and realized that there is nobody out there doing workshops where they're actually talking about pricing and the infinitely practical business side of being a floral designer. Because one of the greatest things about being in charge of your own business is that you are going to push yourself so far out of your comfort zone and any sort of baggage that you have and or thought dysfunctions, thought errors that you have or anything that you have in terms of associating the value of something you're offering in your business to your own personal worth is going to raise itself to the surface. And the beautiful thing about being in charge and being an entrepreneur and being a creative entrepreneur and being a floral designer who is in charge of their own business is that all of that stuff is going to bubble to the surface and then you're going to actually have to deal with it, which is what makes this job so challenging at times. But you dealing with and getting coaching and guidance on why you don't necessarily need to equate your own personal self-worth to the price that you're charging your client is actually the thing that's going to elevate your business to the next level. 
If somebody had told me five years ago that the pricing model is the pricing model and Kathleen, you need to separate your own self-worth and your own thoughts away from the pricing model, I might've been onto something and I might've had to skip over the pain and suffering of the first three to four years of this business. However, it has become very clear to me that having gone through that pain and suffering, I have so much that I can share with the world because it's very normal. 100% totally normal to assume your customers aren't going to pay that much. You're not worth that much. You don't have the experience or you're not going to win any clients if you put your prices at that level. I'm here to tell you today that that is 100% not true. The best news is it all comes back to marketing. Attracting the right kinds of customers who will pay the right prices for floral design. You being able to communicate and sell in the full spectrum of the service that you offer and knowing that being the lowest cost provider is 100% not the way to go about it. So the task in front of us is to find a way to separate our own personal self-worth from what we need to be charging our clients as a business owner. And there is a reason that these industry standards and that these pricing models float around. And it is because they are the proven models for how floral design businesses actually stay in business. You don't hear anybody talking about being the lowest cost provider as a way to build a highly sustainable floral design business. You don't talk about anybody offering free delivery as a way to build a sustainable floral design business. None of that is actually happening in the discussion within this industry. Instead, focus in on what is working. And the fact that these are the industry standard pricing models that are taught at traditional design school. Don't assume that you can come in or that you need to come in and reinvent the wheel because you absolutely do not have to. Instead, I want you to accept the pricing model as a fact. And know, okay, this is the box. This is the space in which I operate in. This is the industry. This is the norm. This is what I have to do. The challenge then comes down to you sorting through all the marketing side of things and sorting through your own thoughts around why you don't think you can charge to the industry standard pricing model. The game changer came for me a couple of years ago when I stumbled across my good friend, Book Castillo, and she taught me this thing that she refers to as the model, capital T, capital M. But it's essentially a distillation of how your brain works. And you will absolutely hear me talk about this more as the year progresses, because I have really started to understand the power of this model. And Brooke Castillo has spent 14 years researching and reviewing and understanding all of this information in terms of how the human brain actually works and how 
do we start to rein in our own brain, embrace the power of it so that we can start to achieve big results. Here is the model. There is a circumstance. There is a fact. There is a thing that floats out in the world. Your brain and you will create thoughts directly in response to that circumstance. Those thoughts will actually then generate a feeling in your body. It is that feeling that will compel you to take action. And obviously, it's those actions that then create your results. So we have a circumstance or a fact that creates a thought in your head that generates a feeling in your body that compels you to take action, which delivers your results. In this instance, I want you to know that the circumstance is the industry standard pricing model. You, no matter who you are on the planet, even if you are charging to the industry standard pricing model, or perhaps you're charging even more than the industry standard pricing model, you, all of us, every single one of us listening to this beautiful podcast will have thoughts about the pricing model. They might be negative, they might be positive. If those thoughts are negative, it's going to generate a feeling in your body that is also negative. And then it will probably encourage you to take an action that will actually undermine you building a hugely successful business. If you imagined a piece of paper, and in actual fact, you could grab a piece of paper, you can open the notes app on your phone, you could open a draft email, and you literally write circumstance equals industry standard pricing model. It's very normal to have a thought that says, I can't charge that much. Then that feeling is going to be doubt. Your action is to take a discount and to offer a discount to your potential clients. The result is you might get the booking, but you're not going to make any money. Or you could write this one down. The circumstance is the industry standard pricing model. The thought is my customers aren't going to be able to afford that. Then your feeling is insecurity. And then your action might be, oh, I'm not even going to put my services out there into the world because nobody can afford to pay this price. The result Nobody inquires. It's a very simple way to break down and understand how your thoughts actually deliver your results. And this model is unbelievably powerful, particularly because it is so simple. If the circumstance is industry standard pricing model, and my thought is, Oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I now actually know that this is the way I should be pricing things. Your feeling is confidence. The action you are going to take is to intentionally sell and promote your services. The result you're going to get is bookings. <laughs> it's so amazing how simple this whole approach is. Circumstance is industry standard pricing model. Your thought about it. Well, if this has worked for a hundred floral designers that have come before me, I'm so grateful it's going to work for me. Your feeling? I'm so grateful that I now know. Your action? I'm going to update my price list. The result? 
people are going to pay you full price for your designs and you will actually start to make money. It is so simple. If you want the result of being able to be paid full price for a design, you can also then work backwards and know that you need to generate the feeling of being confident and that you need to figure out what that thought is in relation to the industry standard pricing model. And if I totally lost you in that whole diatribe, the biggest takeaway from today is I want you to sit down and think about what your hesitation is in being able to charge to the industry standard pricing model. And I will tell you what, I have told them all to myself, we live in a very small town, 45,000 people. And as of a few weeks ago, I think there is now a sixth retail florist in the area. I will tell you what, people, six is too many. Four is probably good enough. Three was great for a while. Four keeps people on their toes. Five means that they're going to shut down. Six means that number six is going to shut down. Because <laughs> they're probably also not listening to this podcast. Because if they were, they wouldn't have opened up a shop. <laughs> Anywho, maybe one day they'll circle around and land on this mecca of goodness. However, getting distracted. I want you to know that the industry standard pricing model is a fact. It just is. You actually don't have the right, nor should you even want to have the inclination to go out there and actually charge a totally different price. It's like somebody coming along and saying, here's the exact recipe on how to make bread. Okay, great. I'm just not going to use the water. No, they'll just be dumb. <laughs> As Rachel Hollis says, don't be dumb. Charge to the industry standard pricing model and know that it all comes back to marketing. You being able to attract the right kinds of clients, you being able to explain your services, you being able to bring to life all the intangible aspects of what we do in terms of floral design is the whole challenge in terms of marketing in this industry. So your challenge for today is to sit down and if you are one of the people out there who is not charging full price, I want you to sit down and think about and journal about and grab your pen and paper and write about why you don't feel, why you don't think you can charge to that model. And I will tell you what, if you've thought it, I've thought it. I can guarantee you I used to be there, but being challenged to think about why I couldn't charge to the industry standard pricing model opened my eyes up to so much possibility. And the whole idea of just actually separating yourself, separating your psyche and separating your self-worth from the industry standard pricing model is so powerful. So to wrap up today, if you do that journaling exercise, Take a picture of it and send it to me because I would love to see it. And I'll tell you what, I can guarantee you any thoughts that are going through your brain about I can't charge that much, my customers aren't going to pay that much, I live in too small of a town, aren't enough high value clients here, etc, etc, etc. My list was very long, very long, friends. Separate yourself 
from the pricing model, right? It is just a fact. There's gravity on this planet. The sky is blue. Water is made of oxygen, hydrogen. That is the industry standard pricing model. And know that you can go in and update your entire price list the minute you listen to this podcast. The only people that you could not, should not, might not want to change your pricing model with are people you have a signed contract with. If you don't have a signed contract with, you can change your prices at any given time. Now, three actions you can take from this whole long random rambling about your thoughts about the pricing model. Number one, I want you to know that being the low cost provider that trying to win clients over by being the lowest price option is not a sustainable business model. All of the multinational, large-scale, big-box shops out there that sell products off the shelf use being the lowest price option as a very intentional and strategic positioning in the market. And in actual fact, there are no businesses that I can think of around the world that are service-based, that offer a bespoke design solution, that are geographically centered, that compete on the lowest price. So if you are out there thinking, the only way I can win business is to be the lowest cost provider, I will tell you it's very likely you will not be in business in 24 months. And what's even more disappointing is the fact that you are going to start to look at flowers and begin to resent them, which is really sad because flowers are there and they are just pretty. They didn't do anything to you. (laughs) Being the lowest cost provider is not actually a sustainable option in business. It is actually only available to large scale businesses that have direct influence and buying power with wholesalers. McDonald's, Walmart, Amazon, Home Depot, etc., etc., etc. We collectively, none of us actually have that influence or that power the way that McDonald's does, the way that Walmart does, the way that any of the big national grocery stores do. We cannot necessarily directly impact the price of the product that we receive from the wholesalers. And Remember, we also offer a totally different solution than anyone at McDonald's, Walmart, Amazon, or Home Depot because we are a service-based business. That means that from the minute somebody inquires with you to the minute that you deliver it, you are actually offering a complete service. This industry has so much fixation on the final photo and the final design that our customers have absolutely no idea, no idea that what we're actually offering them is a service-based solution. 
we need to, as a collective industry and as individual business owners, do everything in our power to start to educate and show our customers and our clients the complete process of the service that we offer. And here's a hot tip. When we took the shop on five years ago, one of the things that I knew I immediately wanted to do was to rip out the wall that divided the designers from the customers. And I remember being a little kid walking through one of the shopping malls and in the center of the food court was a fudge slash candy shop. And they periodically had like the big copper bucket that they used to make fudge. And the guy in the big hat up there making caramel, making fudge, making whatever it is that they were making to sell at the shop. The magic of being able to see the process then warranted the fact that this company, this candy making team decided they could charge an even bigger premium than the chocolate bars that sat on the shelf at the grocery store. Literally, if you own a shop, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you're on social media, do everything in your power to show your clients the design making process. Experiment. Figure out a way that you can start to inform, educate, and show off the magic of what we do because it truly is magical. Number two, pretend you work for somebody else. It is so much easier to separate yourself from your physical prices if you decide that you have a head office and head office is going to turn to you and say, hey, you can't just go out there and arbitrarily change these prices. These prices are set by head office in Chicago or wherever you want your head office to be. And that you are simply a sales representative or a customer service person or an employee of said head office. It makes it so much easier emotionally to separate yourself from that price list if you know that it has nothing to do with you because there's some fictitious group of people in fancy black suits sitting in a boardroom looking down at you going, why did she all of a sudden just change that price? She's not allowed to do that. She's fired. Right? Right. So separate yourself from your price list and pretend like you're an employee at your own business. Number three, know that if clients aren't willing to pay your prices, it all comes back to marketing. Always. And in my opinion, winning the marketing game in this industry is not hard because Every other floral designer who's out there that is not listening to this podcast is so focused in on taking beautiful pictures and highlighting the end product that they're completely missing the point of the fact that we are service providers. Educate your clients on the service that you offer. Make it easy for them to buy from you. Talk about your personal story and your connection to flowers. Be really specific in terms of the types of services and the niche that you focus in on. And do everything in your power to showcase the complete service that you offer from start to finish. And remember, our clients have no idea what we do. 
At this moment in time, our clients think peonies are available 365 days a year. Our clients think that flowers are magically shipped in and they just appear at the front of the shop with no effort or energy. They have no clue. So anything you can do to begin to educate them on the fact that there is so much involved in making that one little bouquet happen, it will actually help to position you as an expert and an authority. Your customers will trust you and know that paying full price for your work is 100% worth it. And last but not least, I want you to know that there is a shit load of money that is just sitting around on this planet and that human beings like spending money. Human beings like flowers. Human beings like expressing their emotions with flowers. Trust me when I tell you, no matter where you live in this world, there are people with a lot of money. Make it easy for your customers to find you. Make it easy for them to understand how best to enlist your services. Be really clear in what it is that you offer. Be clear in terms of what you want your design style to be and notice that you will automatically become more confident in selling in your services once you have complete clarity and embrace the fact that you are the one in charge. And know that there are a lot of people on this planet that have a lot of money who want your services, who need your help and are happy to pay for it. And there you go. If nothing else today, people, I want you to remember that the industry standard pricing model has nothing to do with your self-worth. Nothing to do with your level of experience. The industry standard pricing model is the model. However, you sitting down to think about what your resistance is, what your thoughts are, and why you're hesitant to actually use that model is so powerful in terms of you setting yourself up for success in this industry. Because it's going to be the thing that will help differentiate you and make sure that you're still around in 24 months. Because our friends, Backyard Betty, haven't figured that bit out. And they still think being the lowest cost provider out there is the only way to build a business. And I'll tell you what, being the lowest cost provider is the only way to go out of business as fast as possible. Okay, kids, I really hope that that's been helpful. I really hope that that made sense. I really hope that you can walk away from this knowing you are 100% worth charging those prices. Yes? Yes. And if you have at all been interested in signing up for my April retreat, there are now officially two spots left. Get in quick people. Link will be in the show notes so that you can sign up. I am so incredibly excited. Eight people means that there's two spots left. We will all be staying in the same house. And one of the things that I'm so incredibly excited about is this idea of us sitting down for dinner on that first night knowing I get to tell everyone who's sitting around that table 
that they can do this. They can build a highly successful floral design business. And I'm here to help. And the people who have signed up to this workshop get to have access to me for four days. Bring all your questions, kids. All of your questions. Every deep, dark, silly question you've ever possibly imagined that you didn't have the balls to ask, bring it to the workshop. Let's sort through this stuff. If you're interested, sign up and I will see you there. And I will talk to you later in the week with more good stuff. Have a beautiful day, friends, and I'll talk to you later.